0: Welcome to Episode 92 of the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Toosey. A person is valuable because of what was paid for them. Jesus substantiated our value when he traded his life for ours.
1: Hi, this is Keith Toosey and welcome to Leadership in Context. So glad you could be with me. I want to share a very powerful gospel lesson with you today in light of all the things that are happening in our world that uh, I think is very applicable. So if you have your Bible, or when you get home you're not driving or whatever, you can take a look at Ephesians, the second chapter. And I want to talk about the sequence of salvation and the purpose of salvation here. It says in Ephesians 2.13, But now in Christ Jesus, you who were formerly far off, had been brought near by the blood of Christ. So it's the blood of Jesus that gives us access to God, not our, not our works, not our heritage, not our resume, not any of those things. For he himself is our peace, who made both groups into one and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall. Now the both groups he's talking about here is Jew and Gentile. So a Jew is somebody who, Uh, In this reference, who is born into a culture, into a family that understood who Jehovah was. A Gentile is anybody outside that. Whatever their ethnicity was, whatever their form of faith was, it was Jew and Gentile. Okay, the classic have and have nots if you were. And it says here that because of the blood of Jesus, that he broke down every wall every dividing wall between those two groups. When you read the New Testament, there is a tension there uh, that is constantly being addressed on how Jews and Gentiles get along and what they do. As you read through the book of Acts, some of the clashes that happened in the early church were between what? Jews and Gentiles based on culture, not based on theology, but based on their culture. Now, in light of everything that's happened, and it's important we understand that there has to be a GPS, there has to be a true north, and that true north is God's word. Whether you're a believer or not a believer, it's the word of God that is still true, and by the way, there really is one race. The Bible teaches there is one race. There is the human race. And there are different ethnicities that are a part of that race. And the Bible doesn't attempt to make them one. Uh, the Bible attempts to make those who are believers in Jesus Christ one, to have a, a culture that's in the kingdom. Uh, Technically, there's no such thing as a multicultural church in God's eyes. There's churches that have multi-ethnicity, but we should have a kingdom culture. A culture is where you walk out your values, where you live out your principles, and where you live out your priorities. And it says that Jesus knocked down this dividing wall. What does that tell us? That tells us that mankind... Okay, And all their efforts and all their great humanity and all their high ideals and thinking could not knock down a wall to make these two groups, Jew and Gentile, come together. And one of the greatest accomplishments historically, even in the first hundred years of Christianity, was that in Jesus, this wall got blown up. That had never happened before in world history. And I would go this far to to say this today. When you take countries that are not invested in the gospel, they've not been affected by the gospel, there's a greater ethnic division than where there is. The thing that makes some of the tensions we are experiencing uh, today, uh, even brought into greater contrast, is that we have experienced what it's like On many factors to really have equality okay that doesn't mean it's always equal and it's all the time and it's applied by everybody Uh, but the fact is that we have very prominent people of any race every creed every color that operate inside of our borders so we know that that is feasible and it's doable we also know that you know from the very beginning that uh, Abel got murdered okay by his even by his flesh, and even by his brother, okay? So one of the greatest lies that is being perpetrated, one of the most outrageous things that's being thrown out there today, is that man somehow can overcome this on his own ability. It's very interesting that some of the very people that are telling us that we can't legislate morality, we can't stop abortion, we can't do anything uh, about uh homosexuality, because that would be legislating morality. Now, these people, many of them are saying the, the answer is legislative. And I'm not saying that there may not be some legislative tweaks. There may not be some things that need to be addressed. I, I think police accountability definitely needs to be addressed. I'm on record with that very clear. I'm a person that is that in a peaceful way has run into the iron fist of the law uh, <laughs> more than once and have been abused by it. Uh, for peaceful, nonviolent demonstrations, for taking a stand, for being beat up for what I believe in, okay? Not because of my actions, because of what I believe, literally, okay? So to suggest that somehow we can mend this and we can fix this without God, he said he knocked that wall down. And let me just give a prophetic warning. Anybody who's putting a brick on the wall that Jesus is tearing down is resisting God and is in trouble. They are resisting the spirit of grace. We should be dismantling walls, not building the walls. And that's exactly what the enemy wants to do. The enemy wants to build a wall, and we should pivot this thing. And we should say, you know what, we need the gospel. We need to blow this wall down. Now, let me make a radical statement to you. You need to understand. The ethnic diversity, and that's not even the right word, the ethnic tension or wall between Jew and Gentile at that time, for the most part, remember there's many different ethnicities that fall into that Gentile group, but for the most part in New Testament times was greater than the cultural differences between most blacks and most whites today. Say, so, well, how could I say that? Well, read the Bible, read history. They were not used to talking to each other. You know, the Samaritan woman says, how you being a Jew, how do you even how do you even talk to me? You know, these things are all spread out through through the scripture. And it says here that Jesus is the one that knocked that wall down. Black lives matter because they matter to Jesus. okay, and because they matter to Jesus, they should matter To everyone who Jesus matters to, right? We should care about the things he cares about. And we should be uh, passionate about that. And we should be intolerant about the things that he's intolerant about. And he's intolerant about people building a wall. He's also intolerant about a false false gospel that says that men somehow are able to arrive at this high plane of brotherhood. Let's let's face it. That has never been true. It's never going to be true. Read the Bible, read history, look at contemporary reality. Without Christ, without a common understanding of what makes a person valuable, what makes them valuable? Well, in materialism, it's their status, it's their education, it's their ability to contribute to society, it's a uh, how much money they make, It's uh, their knowledge, their expertise. In other words, there is something that they do that they contribute. In the gospel, they're valuable because of what was paid for them. What makes something valuable? You know, you might go in a store and you might look at something. As a matter of fact, I was in this secondhand store. It's kind of like a reclaimed architectural salvage. It's not a junk shop necessarily, but not far off of it. And I was in there this morning. I had a couple minutes, and uh, it's kind of a new store. I just wanted to stick my head in the door and look and see what they collected. And I was like sticker shocked on some of the prices they want for some of these uh, things they've taken out of old homes and stuff. And you know what? All it takes is one person that wants to pay that price. It might not be worth that to me or 10,000 other people, but one person walks in there and is willing to pay that price, that substantiates the value. That's its trading value. Jesus substantiated our value when he traded his life for ours. We are here with sound minds and a clear heart because Jesus broke down that wall. By abolishing, verse 15, in his flesh, the enmity. The word enmity means a schism. It's like the picture there is like having a rock or a thorn in your shoe. You ever walk around and and have like this thing that's just an adjutant. It's just aggravating you. You know, you'd like to stop thinking about it. But every time you move, every time you breathe, you know, it's just it's just enmity. But Jesus got rid of that enmity, which is in the law of commandments, showing that we could never do what he wants us to do so that in himself he might make the two into one new man, thus establishing peace. How is peace established? By the two becoming one in Christ. And our message has got to be the spirit first, and then reconcile the differences that we may have in culture, and then how that applies. This actually is really A serious time we're in, but it's also a golden opportunity for the real church to shine, to see who's going to preach about the gospel and God's ultimate reconciliation. See, I'm not talking about pie in the sky. I'm not talking about, oh, just let's just let's be nice to one another, just love one another because we love Jesus, but even a step further, understanding that He wants those two to be made one. He has one church, he has one bride okay and that he wants that to be people from every race every kindred and every time jesus is knocking down walls don't pick up a brick hey this is keith Tusi. uh share this with somebody if it's been a blessing to you get your bible out read ephesians 2 and understand what god's plan is
0: today keith had a discussion on knocking down walls jesus broke down the dividing wall Anyone who is putting a brick on the wall that Jesus tore down is resisting God in the spirit of grace. We should be dismantling walls with the truth of the gospel. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Toosey. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes, or to ask you the question, email podcast at inourpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at In Our Pastors. See you next week.